This is your King Baby Duck, Evan Borgo, the host of the No Borders, No Race podcast show. Join me every other Tuesday on the Boston Bastard Brigade as we spin some of the hottest tracks from the land of the rising sun. Rock, pop, metal, punk, ska, the whole works. We also sprinkle in some of the best and brightest alternative artists and bands from all over the world, creating a truly universal experience for listeners everywhere. Plus, hear my thoughts on the latest in gaming, anime, film, and even welcome a guest or two to showcase something new and enticing for your well-being. That's No Borders, No Race on every other Tuesday at B3Crew.com. The only show where a song like this... ...can be followed by this. Because we play whatever the hell we want. What's up, Clay Inferno here with another edition of I Think This Is Great Live with what I found on the DC Comics YouTube page. So let's talk about Robin. Who's the best Robin? Who's the most popular Robin? Let's settle this once and for all. Who is the best Robin? Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, Stephanie Brown, Damian Wayne. Obviously, it's not Damian Wayne. He's a little jerk. No one likes him. Jason Todd, he's probably my favorite Robin. Just because he's so badass as a redhead. Tim Drake, Goody Two Shoes, Stephanie Brown. I don't really consider her an in canon Robin, although I guess she is. I don't know. I don't hate Stephanie Brown. But let's see how everyone voted. Cast mine here. For Dick. Oh! <laughs> By a landslide, Dick Grayson wins. 70% votes. That's what's happening. Dick Grayson is the ultimate Robin and the ultimate Nightwing. They have another Nightwing. Let's go back to our links and see what else is going on. What we can talk about are a couple of trailers that came out. Let's just go and stay in the comic book world for a minute or two. And what we will do is let's play the Shang-Chi trailer. Here it is, folks. Throughout my life, the Ten Rings gave our family power. Shang-Chi trailer from Marvel, the MCU, the latest. And I guess you could sort of relate it to comic books. Definitely pop culture. There's some confusion as to whether the furry community is involved with this. But the trailer everybody's talking about this week. And it's the trailer that we like to call Sexy Beasts from Netflix, which is basically, I think it's like extreme cosplay. I think they have cosplay shows on Netflix before where people do stage makeup and, and horror stuff like that. So I think what we're getting here is like a little bit of that Hollywood movie magic. And who's to say, I don't think these people are creating the actual costumes. I think that they're probably like professionals are putting them on because it looks like as good as like a Star Trek thing. It's just You just pick people based on their looks and their personality. How do you know that they're going to be able to do this complex makeup? So let's, let's check out Sex Beast. The Crazy new show from Netflix. Here you go, let's hit it. Hi, babies. Before I'm like 26, do you have health insurance? Welcome to the strangest blind date ever. 
Hey, how you doing? Damn. How are you? How you doing? <laughs> Could you Damn. fall in love with someone based on personality alone? What is your ideal woman? Personality for me is everything. Ass first, personality second. You're the best looking. There you go, folks. Sexy beast. This is going to be one of those shows that people are just going to watch because it's like, what the hell is going on? It's really wild. Does anybody remember? I'm going to talk about a couple of my favorite reality TV shows. There was once a show for Revenge of the Nerds. That was wacky. And then I'll always talk about how my favorite reality TV show was The Real Gilligan's Island. If you ever get a chance, look some clips up about that. I don't think you can like even watch it anywhere. It was like a really bad CBS show. I want to say like early, like in the 2000s somewhere, like 2005, 2008. Man, you have got to check that show out. You know what? Am I going to enjoy that show? Yes, I am. I'm going to check that show out. Twitch's budding weed stars are doing the best to educate people whether Twitch likes it or not. Here's something I wanted to talk about a little bit about Twitch because I moved. I don't know anything about Twitch, but here I am. I moved from the AMA category over podcasts and not the AMA category. That's the name of my show. The just chatting category over to podcasts and talk shows because it's basically what this is. So I don't know if that affects my ranking with my one viewer and nine followers. But I just thought I would try it out. I, I don't know what these people are doing for categories, so maybe I, I can learn something. Twitch's budding weed stars are doing their best to educate people whether Twitch likes it or not. This is actually from for 2020. Oh, I got to this really old, old news story. But anyway, it's just funny. Just as some streamers get drunk and play games on Twitch, some people have always taken getting high and playing video games to give their streams all important viewer drawing edge. And it talks about how people are talking on Twitch and probably tagging themselves up with cannabis streamers. And other people are just straight up doing their grows and showing people how to educate themselves on how to grow marijuana in their house. Which is completely illegal thing to do if you're in the right state. So, this the Bud Lab. And I guess the... Lab. Oh, that's not New England based. Willie Payne is a New England based streamer. Oh, I got a nice setup here. Hey, check out the grow. What a good, that's a good way if you have like a camera setup, just sh sh shoot it all the time. Anyways, that's maybe not as exciting as a new story as I thought it was going to be, but Seattle Marijuana Startup Leafly raises 23 million as recent legalization boosts the cannabis market. So Leafly, if you don't know, is sort of an aggregator and a service that cannabis companies can use to set up a menu and sales on their site. And it also is an educational resource. The platform has 120 million annual visitors. I mean, they're smart when they came up with this business model and they're raising they're raising money. So they're one of the big ones. There's other Companies that do the same thing. So that's like pretty exciting. This is just saying more that there's a lot of money to be made in and around the cannabis industry. So I say every week, I want to be it to everybody's head. They should know how important that is to the economy. For our local news here, we've got the announcement of Massachusetts Cultivators Cup. First ever People's Choice Cannabis Competition and Music Event to the Commonwealth. Okay, Somerset Pass. The Massachusetts Cultivators Cup event is entirely centered around celebrating, welcoming, incorporating, and building community around cannabis. Yes, yes, yes. So they probably have like some award shows. Okay. Cultivators Cup Award Ceremony Day 1. And then the next day is a music festival. Oh, this is cool. Headlined by Cypress Hill, of course. It was built from the ground up to ensure the very best source of live entertainment. Uh, this is just announced, so they probably like a lot of concerts. They announce the headliner, lock that in, and then probably there'll be local artists and things of that nature. And here's a little bit about the company that's doing it. This is pretty much a news press release 
based in Somerset, Mass. I keep there's a joke from The Simpsons I keep wanting to do, but it's not very funny <laughs> to anyone. It's just one of those lines that keeps going in your head. Please be Somerset, Mom. Homer, Mom's on the phone. Please be Somerset, Mom. Please be Somerset, Mom. Please be Somerset, Mom. Based in Somerset, Solar Cannabis is a vertically integrated cannabis operator that cultivates and produces recreational marijuana and products. So it looks like maybe one big company has a huge advantage here. But that's okay. They're, they're putting on a cool festival and, and people will enjoy it. So that's that's fun. When is it? I don't know. We'll find out when it, the time comes. Another guy from New England. Boston. Local news here, in a way. We're talking about ChemDog. ChemDog is a very popular strain. It has been for 30 years. Look at this guy. Who's our guy, ChemDog. You ever bought cannabis and called ChemDog? It's because of this dude. He became one of the most famous names in the cannabis industry and now growing illegally for the first time. Just being able to grow legally and not look over my shoulder anymore. You know, not going to be in trouble any for any of this. So he's at Canada Provisions, and he first came to fame when he started the popular ChemDog strain cannabis. And he was 18, and you could get arrested back then. And he was raided by the feds and the IRS and had to forfeit $400,000. See, it's just like from one hand to the other, you know, you just make it legal. That's $400,000 in this guy's pocket or in the community, in the marketplace. So it's much better now that cannabis is legal in Massachusetts. So good for Greg Chemdog Kronowski. Kronowski. I don't know how you say your name, dude. No wonder people call you Chemdog. It's way easier to remember. I mentioned this last week, and I gave Republicans too much credit. In fact, I didn't give them enough credit, because Connecticut legalizes marijuana. And it's funny how I thought that ABC News headline is written here. After Connecticut legalizes marijuana, only two New England states now prohibit cannabis, which is also something I was saying last week. But just to hear it phrased that way is not how I would phrase it. I was saying also those states will be coming along very, very soon. So that's Connecticut became the 19th state in the U.S. to legalize recreational marijuana for adults over 21 on Tuesday. And the law goes into effect very soon, July 1st. Number 21. Now, looks like, yeah, Vermont it is legal for medicinal, as well as Rhode Island. What the holdup here is, this, this actually, this map is very, like, a cool thing to look at because it does show how green we are up here in general. Uh, it's a little bit different than the map we showed before. From Virginia on up, got some holdouts here in the Midwest. Down in Texas, this whole whatever you call it, east of the Mississippi Valley area is there's nothing there. And so I just don't understand it. Why can't we just color these states all? Rhode Island State Senate passed its version of the bill, which would allow for use for adults over 21 and charge 20% tax Tuesday night. So they're voting on it in Rhode Island. So it looks like all these legislations statewide are kind of happening now, which is cool. It's good to see that the, the government is working in at least somebody's favor. They're working? I guess. I don't know. I don't know what you say. You say that they're working. Anyways, I got this really funny tweet that our pal Luke O'Neill, he was a guest on the show. I was very lucky to have him because yeah, I definitely have He's so smart. I feel like I, I know him as a bud, but like, don't feel like I, um, you know, really just to have him on my show because he's just so smart and so cool and everything. But um, let's check this out here. This is a really funny, hilarious tweet. Paige Halsey of KMOV, St. Louis News Traffic and Weather, looks like 
a normal teen's bedroom, right? Think again. Coming up on KMOB, we'll show you what parents should be looking for so they can identify signs of drug use. I was shocked at what I found in this room, which is so funny because there's an actual studio light in there. None of this stuff is real. Is this a guy's room? A girl's room? Is it a guy's room with a bra on the floor? Flip-flops? So if you look... <laughs> if you look at some of the replies, the people have zoomed in. So <laughs> let's zoom in with, these, with our friends here. <laughs> a three-hole punch... I'm sorry, is this a three-hole punch? And somebody wrote, it's three more holes than my son is allowed to punch in this Christian household. The replies on this tweet are hilarious. Let's look at some of the more zoomed-in pictures. They have any. Just a little, everybody is, like, ratioing the hell out of this poor lady. Um, so good. So Let's see. Let's see if I get any capture any other good replies to the to the video. Oh, here's a good one. Oh, I love this one. This is great. Taking forever to load. Right. <laughs> they cut in Rudy and that girl from Borat too. <laughs> oh my God! Just Twitter is a funny. Funny place. Here's another good. I guess they just did a lot of good Photoshop. Here's some money and a Glock, and you can't. I think it's cut off on the my screen, but there's like a, a dead lady or something. God. Okay. I I will stop everyone from going through that with me so many times. But I just uh, I replied to Luke's tweet. I said new Twitch background. That is hilarious. I'm gonna. I want to put that, like, in all of my Zoom calls. We've got uh, one more thing to go here. This is what I promised. This is how we're doing it today. I am going to do a tier list of Star Wars movies. All of them. All nine. I think we know how I feel about certain movies, but certain movies may surprise you. Certain movies may surprise you. What's my problem? I don't know. I don't know what my problem is. We're there now. We got it. We got it. Yo, check this out. We're going to go over here and we are going to rank. This is episode four of this show. Episode 4, right? Everybody? Star Wars! Go see a Star Wars. Why do I want to do this? Because over at League Podcast, we talk a lot of shit about the rise of Shitwalker. You know what I mean? That fucking terrible, terrible Star Wars movie. It took me a while to come around to that. I felt like I was being abused by J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy. But let's just do it. Let's crunch the numbers here. I didn't know what S meant on the tier list. And thank God the tier maker website has an explanation. You guys know what it means already. But I didn't know. I'm going to use Twitch. So leave me alone, man. Whew, I'm getting excited. Star Wars. Let's do it. Star Wars. Let's do it. Star Wars. Um... I did connect this uh, sound soundboard. I don't know if you can hear it. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I didn't mean to R word that. I was like, saw Alex Jones, and I was like, that'll be good, right? Four bits, thirty-two bits. Oh, dudes, the Empire's pretty chill. Maybe you could like join it or something. Jeez, there's a lot going on there. I don't know if you even got in those sound. Bites, but it was entertaining basically for me. I was entertained for a few minutes there. But why don't we go back to our tier maker? Let's do it. I've been putting it off too long. All right. All right. All right. How do we do this? 
I'm going to go in the order that they give them to me. Which is not in any sort of normal order at all. Episode 2, I think is the worst Star Wars movie. Is it the worst? Go way down here. I, and what I think somebody asked me quickly, what's the worst Star Wars movie? What I do is I turn around and I say, Episode 2 sucks. I hate it so much. But, you know, there's no accounting for taste. There's just, uh, that's just how I feel. But are there worse movies than Episode 2? Probably. I guess we will find out. Empire Strikes Back, that really, really old movie. When people do this, they often put this at the top as being the best movie. I think that it has a fatal flaw in that nothing happens as far as it's the middle part of the story for the first three episodes. You don't hear. It's amazing. You can't talk shit about Empire Strike Back. It's awesome. Is it the yeah, way up high? How way up high is it? How way up high is it? I think it goes as high as where I put it. Hmm. Okay. So, The Force Awakens. With episode one, And with The Force Awakens, a lot of anticipation. There's been a long time, and you're going to get Star Wars. You've been waiting years to get new Star Wars. Gimme, gimme, gimme. That is a bias that affects how I feel about The Force Awakens and Episode One both. For the same reason, I like those movies more than they deserve. So, a lot of people hate The Phantom Menace. I was, like, really looking forward to it. And I liked it at the time, and I'm a Padres kind of guy, so I, I just feel like Force Awakens as well. Remember being super excited to see it, getting my tickets... Remember when we saw it, I'd bring my lightsaber with me. I brought my lightsaber with me. What do you want? I'm going to put that down here. That's where Force Awakens lives, and that might also be where Episode 1 lives. But we'll get there. The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi! How excited were we to see Luke Skywalker? Very excited. How excited were we to see Carrie Fisher in her last role, really? Very excited. God. The Last Jedi. Does it go down with Episode 2? I don't think so. I think that it's going to go... See here. Because I was excited to see Luke Skywalker, and I did like him in that movie. And I did like a little bit of the exploration between... What you call it? Like uh, Kylo Ren and Rey... And Yoda was in it, and the Porgs, and I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't even a B. It was a C. It was a C. That's where it goes. This is tough. What's next? Episode four. Am I going to put it down here? Is it as good as The Last Jedi? 
Well, the Force Awakens Empire. I'm sorry, guys. The OG shit goes right to the top. That's where it lives. It's the best one. The original. Howdy, Padna. That's where it goes. The best. What we got here? Oh, boy. A real... Padme's choice here. I've got episode one. As I said before, part of the fun of episode one was it was episode one. We've been waiting for this and needing to know about the Clone Wars our whole lives. And people got dressed up and tried the insult comic dog did a bit on it and it was funny. And... I don't care what you say, truthfully, because it deserves, it almost, I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to order these, like, if one is better than the other one, they get closer to the letter. So, I'm going to put this next to Force Awakens for the same reason I enumerated before, but I want to get, can I take that down? How do I get it? So, that, that. Episode 1, there's no degrees in this, but let's just say that if this column is, boom, that's the better column. So, it's the better of the two movies, given our options here. So, it's my list. That's how I want to do it. So, suck it. We are at a crossing point here. We need to talk about Return of the Jedi because another bias that I have is separate. Most of my toys are Return of the Jedi toys. That is when I was really activated in Star Wars. I must have loved Empire and the original movie and when Star Wars Return of the Jedi was going to come out that's exactly the, I was at the right age to get the right gift for my aunts and uncles. You know, it was like, I was the perfect time. And they were like, oh, do you like Star Wars? They probably were like, that's pretty easy to get him Star Wars stuff. So let's, let's do it. Let's get him some Star Wars stuff. So I have an affinity for Return of the Jedi in a way that I don't have for other movies in the series. I think I like it as much, but not quite as much as the original Star Wars. That's where I'm going to put it. Some people would put it at the S tier. I will. Because it's my list, and I think Return of the Jedi is dope, and that's where it needs to go. How can you not like that movie? People have all sorts of questions for it. Look at this. I cannot believe this. The next movie is a really an outlier. And my judgment is going to be... It's going to be different. It's going to be different. We're going to talk about Rogue One. I think Rogue One is one of the best Star Wars movies. And I think that if you think about Star Wars... Now, 2021, you got Mandalorian. But I don't think Mandalorian exists if it wasn't for the success of Rogue One. I know this is going to be Rogue One TV show coming on Disney Plus as well. I will cop to that I think Rogue One really nailed the nostalgia and but gave us new stuff, and Krennic was cool, and Darth Vader was in it, and it really did the scratch that same itch that when, spoiler warning, when Luke Skywalker comes <laughs> into the Mandalorian, I think that um, Rogue One just did it right. Good characters. Look what I'm doing here. This, people are going to go crazy about this. Next to Empire? 
Ha <laughs> ha! You see what I did? Do you see what I did? I put it right up there with the best. In that order. Star Wars. RTJs. Star Wars Rogue One of Star Wars Story. There's only three left, folks. What to do? This looks like... Ah, oh, this one's gonna mess everything up, man. This is really gonna mess it up. Because I might just need to revoke what I just gave to Rogue One. Because we've got Revenge of the Sith. I can't have three up here. Tied for three at the top. No, 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 no. I'm really torn about this. Because how can Rogue One do better than Revenge of the Sith? It doesn't make sense. I think I have to swap them. Notice, though, there's nothing of the new trilogies in my top, top tier there. Do I put Rogue One next to Empire? I, I can see the affinity there, but I like it so much that I think it should still remain in the spot up there. What do I have as a criticism for Episode 3, I guess? I, I said that Empire was the middle of the story, kind of, and I guess that prequel number three has prequel, like, grossness about the CGI, and, you know, it just has that prequel taint to it, but it's got a dope-ass opening scene. Great action. Ian Gregor is awesome. Carol Grievous. All that stuff. Big old fight at the beginning. Whew. It hurts me. It hurts me to put that there. But you know what? I'm sorry. Rogue One still gets it. Can it get it? Rogue One can get it. One of the sexiest Star Wars movies of all time. Number one. And I have to do that. I mean, it's tough not to put three up there. But production quality wise, not as great. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I need a sip of coffee. Oh boy! We're really at a paradox now. Solo a Star Wars story. Is it the worst? Blow up Spidey? What do you think? You swipe right on that one? What would you do? It's tough, dude. Is it as bad as the Clone Wars? You gotta do a reverse. Gotta do a reverse. Is it as bad as? Not, it is as good as. I think it's as good as The Force Awakens, though. I think it's as good as Episode 1. Anything is better than The Last Jedi. Well, we'll get there. Um, how come I don't have The Last Jedi down here? But then if you go into the negative, is it like reverse ranking? Yeah, so like this still keeps the integrity of left to right. So this one is better than this one. That's how I decided. So is episode one better than The Force Awakens? Yes. Is Empire Strikes Back better than episode two? Yes. Where did Solo go? I'm sorry, this might be my ADD kicking in, but maybe the right place for it is in that C slot. I think that's better. I think that's good. I think we'll give it a C. Donald Glover was 
pretty awesome. I liked it. I also I associate movies with good times. So for whatever reason, I got involved with some promo thing at once, which RIP once Somerville. But I did some promo thing, or they already had a promo thing for me the fourth when that movie came out. I was looking forward to it. Woody Harrelson was in it. It had its moments. It had its almost Rogue One type moments. I like uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I like certain parts of it. I think that if you can watch a movie and fast forward through some stuff, which we're doing The Flash, by the way, it's the only way to watch it is to fast forward for all the iris. It's got to see. I don't put it in the basement. It's not as bad as The Last Jedi. It's not as bad as Episode 2. It's not as good as Force Awakens or Episode 1. But the last one here, this will come as no surprise as to where this movie is going to rank. But it's time to do it. It's time to get real with The Rise of Skywalker. Do, 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 do. Is it up here? Uh, no. You deserve to breathe the same Andorian air as Empire and Episode 3? No. In JJ, we trust. But in J.J. We Trust, do we trust him twice? Listen, dude. You're left with a mess to clean up. I don't even blame you. But, no. You do not get to be a B. What did I just say about Solo? I said it was... I liked parts of it. I liked young Lando. I liked the Millennium Falcon. I liked Woody Harrelson. I liked the costumes. I liked the look of it. Chewbacca! Train fight! Rise of Shitwalker goes right in the trash. That's where it goes. It goes to be the worst, the worst Star Wars movie. You hear me, son? That movie is the worst. And you have been ranked below Clone Wars. You know what? I'm being too harsh. Or whatever, whatever you call it. Attack of the Clones. Whatever, dude. Get off my back. Okay, it's not the worst. It's not the worst. Attack of the Clones is the worst shit. It's the worst. Here we are with my rankings. Now, if S is so S, superb, supreme, the best, can I even have three up there? Watch this. Oh, what? That kind of changes things a bit. That changes things a bit if I make that one little move. I'm saying that an old, the original Star Wars movie, and then what is perhaps by definition the most derivative, hardcore derivative, from that literal story, the continuation of it even, which is Rogue One, is up there. It's a new Star Wars movie, but it's great. This is what I did. And this is how I feel. Let's look at the original trilogy. I've got Star Wars and Rogue One up here. That's what I did. So we're going to go... Let's count them down from nine. I guess you would do a countdown in reverse order. What is the worst Star Wars movie? It's episode two. Attack of the Clones. The worst Star Wars movie... Is episode two attack of the clones? 
coming up. Runner-up for the worst absolute shit sandwich of a Star Wars movie is Rise of Shitwalker. That's the deal. 2-9. 8. The Last Jedi. This is some com tough competition. All the way down here at the bottom. Do I like The Last Jedi more than I like Rise of Skywalker? Yes. Yes, I do. Do I think it's great? No, it's the worst. These are the three worst movies. No argument. They're the three worst movies. Solo. I wish I could give it a little bit more love. But in an attempt to appease fans about the Parsecs joke as a premise for a movie, and yeah, I've introduce young Han Solo, but we don't reintroduce a young... The, ca the casting with Han Solo was... He was good. But that was supposed to be like its own thing. Maybe it was going to be its own franchise or whatever. They just kind of dropped the ball. I would say that they strategically dropped the ball with Solo. And that doesn't mean it's a terrible movie. I just don't think it's really worthy of anything better than a C. I think he's going to just stay down there. At least Solo can say... Han Solo can say, Hey, I'm not one of those... Three shitty movies below me. That's like really an accomplishment. And I gotta say props to you for that. Props to you, Han Solo. Here we go. B. A lot of people might switch some of my prequel opinions around for this, but I think that episode one is a pretty good movie. And I think that Force Awakens is a pretty good movie. And they're beasts. So uh I know people don't agree with me on that exactly, but that's for prequels. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. We're the B tier here. Force Awakens. Just gonna have to sit there, baby. Because we did get to see Luke Skywalker. We got introduced to Ray and Dan and Poe Dameron. Gave me a Star Wars chubby for a little while. Gotta say, I still have a ton of toys. I like the scavenger aspect. I like the unguard plot. I like a lot of it. I like a lot of it. I think maybe I'm being a little harsh by putting it in the B, not the A. But um, let's move on up. So coming in at number five, top five Star Wars movies. Number five, we've got episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Mostly because of space battles. That's what it is. Number five is episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Space battles, fun stuff. A very revered movie would be Empire Strikes Back. I want to be clear here. I know it's not listed as my favorite movie. It's amazing. The story's great. Hoth is cool. Lots to love about Empire. Lots to love. I'm sorry. But this is where it is. It comes in at number four. My ranks. Return of the Jedi. Mostly people have problems with me ranking this above Empire because of certain story plot points about Darth Vader and Luke and I don't know, maybe they don't like the Ewoks. But I was all in on Ewok culture and speed uh or what are they called? The speeder speeder bikes. That was the shit, man. You can't top that for me. In Star Wars. So, coming in with a bronze star. Not too shabby for Return of the Jedi. In a bronze star. And I can't believe that people would even let me do this. Let me rank Rogue One above Return of the Jedi and Empire. That's how I'm doing it, dog. It's so good. It's reimagined old Star Wars new. Great. And story-wise, it wraps up. I know there'll be an extension of it with Cassian's story on Disney+. Plus. But if you think about it, Rogue One is one of the best. It's not. It can't beat the original. 
But I think it comes pretty, pretty close. Episode 4, baby. It's party time. It's party time. Episode 4 is here to win championship ranking in Star Wars movies. You can go on public record. I'm going to save this. Let's see if um, I can... Well, I can at least screenshot it, right? That's my rankings. It'll be up here on YouTube. And it will be here on my Twitch channel once I upload it again. So there's the final listings. We are going reverse order now. Star Wars is the best. The rest try to compete. They can't get there. But Rogue One comes pretty close. They return of the Jedi. Empire. Episode 3. Episode 1. And Fourth Awakens have special magic of being the first back. Solo lacks magic. And then they start to bring in some real magic or something in Return of the Jedi. Who knows what's going on there uh, at The Last Jedi. Rather, Shitwalker. And then Don't You Hate Sand, number 9, episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Thank you all for joining me on I Think This Is Great Live, episode 4. And I am going to... I promise a video game we quite have the software slash hardware worked out. I do have the software worked out. But I'm going to play a little bit of Tetris. I'll play like a game or so. I have to go pick up Stacy. Well, here we go. I'm actually gaming on Twitch. <laughs> this generic Tetris, which is actually pretty hard. It's like pretty fast. And I don't know. Okay, I just start a new game. The controls are just the arrow keys. And I haven't figured out the flip. Flip is up. If I was playing this regularly, I would have started over. Oh, whatever. Just, we're going to play a quick round of Tetris. Let's see if I can get a a four-piece of Tetris itself. Whoops. It's hard with the keyboard. I did promise a video game. I know it's kind of a cop-out, but hey, you know what? I'm not a gamer. I never said I was. In fact, I said I wasn't. But this is the one game I do enjoy playing, no matter what. No matter how bad I am at it, actually. And I'm actually usually pretty good at Tetris, but this is a new game. Apparently, let's try this again. Apparently, what I try to do is play a Steam game of Lego uh, villains. Lego DC villains. So that's what I teased. But I didn't get around to it because... The video resources with OBS and playing this Steam game in a window, really, even though my computer is really dope, I um, I wasn't able to sort of pull it off because it was eating up too many resources and like making OBS crash, it would make the game crash, and even the game is like, it's just a Lego game, but it's challenging for me, you guys. Like, seriously, like, I'm so not a gamer. Like, I just literally was like, am I going to play Sonic today, or am I going to play some Tetris? I hate when they don't give me the right fucking thing. Ah, son of a bitch. This is going to be hard to get out of. It would be hard to get out of in normal circumstances, but I can't go out with a zero. That's I can't start a game with that piece either. This is the wor literally the worst Twitch gaming stream anyone's ever made. Like, there's got to be like documented. Like, hey, well, there's nobody watching it. This guy sucks. He can't even play Tetris. 
with arrow keys on his computer. Like, what idiot. That's me. Stupid idiot. Can I clear one line? Okay, thank you. I used to read Nintendo Power about strategies. I do have a strategy Tetris style uh, that would be obvious when anyone could see me play for real, for real. I wish I had a controller that works. But, you know, it's funny because I'm on a Mac and um, and the controllers don't work with every game. Anyways, we should be playing some retro games on this channel when I get the power adapter for the Switch, which I share with Stacy. So uh, that'll be easier for me to play even like or like an old game like this. I think there's Tetris channels, so I won't embarrass them with this kind of gameplay, but I still do like to play Tetris. Oh well. I, I like literally cleared one line! I'm, I'm the, the worst, worst the absolute worst Twitch streamer as far as games are concerned. So that's that's it. It's documented. I'm gonna stop this stream. Gonna go ride the bike. Thanks for joining me here on the Sunday. And I will see y'all on YouTube. Please subscribe. Please subscribe to everything. Please subscribe on Twitch. Please subscribe on Substack. You know, most of the Substack stuff is free these days. So I really appreciate you doing that. Make a one-time donation down here. That's where you can find me. And I will see you chumps later.